0: Uh, Welcome, Uh, this is the seraph covering sheriff. Uh, Today we continue to study the holy writings. Uh, Let us begin with a prayer. Our beloved uh, Father who art in the heavens, hallow, sanctify and glorify be your name. Our beloved uh, Jesus, uh, Hamashiach, uh, who intervenes for us, hallow, sanctify and glorify be your name. Our beloved uh, God the Holy Spirit uh, who lives in us and around us, hallow, uh, sanctify, and glorify be your name. Father, we ask you today that you may give us of your Holy Spirit, so that we may have a meek and a humble heart, just like our uh, beloved Jesus of Nazareth, and that uh, you may open our minds and give us of your understanding. Uh, This we ask in the name of Jesus. Amen. So the last time we talked a little bit about ascribing meaning to things, uh, which is, you know, something directly related to uh, reality. Now, you know, you need to begin to understand that what God is telling us through the prophet has to do with reality. You know, the only reality that exist and so this is why the Lord creates and this is why he is called the Creator uh, this is why uh, you will learn that uh, one of his disciples Jesus uh, Jesus disciples uh, John uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit uh, he tells us that the Lord you know Jesus is the Creator the reason for that is because he is the one that ascribes meaning to things, you know, he created all things uh, into existence, so the way you know it begins uh, uh, the holy writings with uh, Moses the prophet is that in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and then you begin to hear the account of all the things that the Lord created uh, he also teaches you that he created time You know, time didn't just happen, and things don't evolve. So basically, whatever the Lord created, whatever the Lord has that exists, uh, nothing lives on its own account. See, nothing uh, can live without the Lord. So the Lord is life. Life uh, depends on God, and life is uh, sustained by God. So because God is life. So this is why when men committed sin and then death entered into the world, so uh, this is why the Lord says that the uh, consequences of committed sin, which is disobedience to God, is that man ceases to exist. So immediately you are brought into the truth that there is no hell as in a place where Lucifer, you know, fallen uh, Lucifer now known as the devil, uh, the the dragon, the old serpent, uh, the true dragon actually. <laughs> so uh, anyhow, so so now y- you've brought into the truth that, and this is through a prophecy. Uh, you need to remember these things because. Uh, there is no human sciences that will teach you uh, the teachings of the Lord and that will explain to you uh, the holy writings. This is God the Holy Spirit. And God the Holy Spirit chooses who you know, will uh, teach you, preach, and explain. It is not something per se that you, that you felt, you know, something that you woke up one morning and said, you know, I'm, I'm going to do this for the Lord. Uh, this is something that the Lord gives you. So you're also going to learn uh, more about this down the road. So there's nothing you can do to acquire some sort of level of knowledge, understandings, uh, employing you know human sciences, uh, what you believe to be truth or whatever you think it might be. Uh, this is purely the holy writings. And when I say purely, I, I truly mean it in the sense of the Lord that the truth that you will learn is coming from Him. So you do not need to add to it, and you do not need to subtract from it. So this is the Lord. The Lord says, and what the Lord says, He says it through a prophet. So God is not going to speak, you know, through a theology. Uh, These are just uh, mechanisms to deceive you, you know, to deceive the mind into confusing you and lead you into a, a way that is, You know, taking you far away from the Lord's path. Now, for example, you know, you learn in the Holy Writings that the way is not a concept, an idea, or an abstract. It's a being, and that being is the Lord. So the only way is a being. It's not something that you can uh, understand, you know, comprehend. Uh, Something that you can derive uh, from a... An idea, concept, uh, trying to, you know, uh, put in what you want to say, really, and, and there is a reason for that. See, the Lord teaches you that the that the mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt. Now, having said that, what what I'm uh, getting at uh, in in this opportunity with you, uh, since we uh, studied the last time about meaning. This is crucial because um, in the way the Lord communicates with the prophets, particularly with Moses, what he wants to tell you right away is that he is the one that defines reality. See, the mind is deceitful. In other words, it can create something that it may call reality, but it does not exist. See, um, so for example, the Lord says that on the first day, he created the heavens and the earth, and he created the light. Now, none of, this, none of these things existed before in this universe. See, there was no universe. It was God who created the universe. And he says clearly uh, uh, through the prophets, Remember, uh, there's nothing special about the book. There's nothing special about Moses. What's special is the Lord telling you a message. So the message that Moses has is not his. It's not something that he uh, contemplated. It's not something that he came up with after years of study. It's something that the Lord told him. Now, as an intelligent being, Moses acknowledges and recognizes uh, that the Lord is the Lord. And so he was not present when the Lord created the heavens and the earth and this universe. Uh, But the Lord tells him that he is the one that created everything into existence. So immediately you see that the Lord is the one that ascribes reality. You see, he says uh, and then he creates. So he says, "Equals he creates." The Lord commands equals uh, life. So, whatever the Lord says, and this is why, uh, when he ascribes, you know, living to obedience, uh, he also ascribes it uh, as with food. You know, if you don't eat, you die. If you don't obey the Lord's commands, you die. Now, this is why in the Garden of Eden, you know, Adam and Eve, uh, when they committed sin, so the disobedience, which is what they did, they disobeyed God, is what brought the consequences of uh, death. So, uh, there is no life without the Lord. Uh, there is no a place, you know, where uh, Lucifer is in charge of you know, and people are tormented uh, day and night. Uh, these you will understand it, but you will understand it within the holy writings without going outside what the prophet says. because remember, the prophet is not someone that got some sort of like little training from a university in a particular area. A prophet is someone that the Lord uh, brought into the existence to bring you a message if you think that Moses understand how the Lord created all things into existence uh, then you're fooling yourself and this is what people you know typically uh, tend to do you know they want to look into the things uh, that they will just not understand but the things that the Lord has revealed clearly uh, they don't want to listen to it because they do not want to obey that's really what it comes down to now the Lord is giving you an account of the things and how they came into existence. Now, whether you believe it or do not believe it is really up to you. And uh, whether or not you believe the Lord. And remember that believing is obeying. So for the Lord, when you believe, you obey. What the Lord asks that you do, it's something that you can do. He's not going to ask you to do things that you cannot do. And the reason being is because he knows that you are a mere mortal. I mean, even heavenly beings, uh, they are not beings that exist on their own account. You know, their life depends on the Lord. Lucifer, when he was created perfect, uh, he was created by the Lord and he endowed him and he created a position for him in other words you know he was created to uh do a work that the lord had in mind for lucifer uh nobody else could fill in this position and and i use the word position because you'll you'll see it uh later you know in the holy writings but uh, the main reason is because remember, so for the Lord, when he tells Moses that he created all things into existence, do not think for a moment that Moses knows how the Lord created things into existence. Uh, Moses, as you and I, uh, recognizes that the Lord is the Lord, not us. And so what he does is to tell you what the Lord said. <laughs> it's so... So don't add to it, and do not subtract from it. Uh, Also, remember, uh, when we study the Holy Writings, we do not pay attention to chapters and verses. These things are in there to deceive you. See, the Holy Writings do not need chapters and verses. Uh, The Holy Writings have a message, and the message is within the context of what's being said by a prophet, who the Lord brought into the existence, and so these prophets will tell you what the Lord said. Uh, so there's no verses, there's no chapters, uh, there's no New Testament, there's no Old Testament. You know, these are things of people who, uh, you know, are deceived and deceive themselves by thinking of creating uh, some sort of methods to understand what the Holy Writings uh, says you know, and then, or say so, uh, there is no way for you to create a method Uh, and just because someone may speak or perhaps, you know, simply read some Greek it does not mean that you understand what it says you see, even Jesus told the Pharisees uh, and the Sadducees that they did not understand the Holy Writings now how can someone who knows the language you know who grew up with that language uh, not understand a message that the Lord has well because these things are not to be of human uh, inventions this is the Lord so this is how it works. It has got the Holy Spirit that will open your mind, and it's got the Holy Spirit that will give you of his understandings uh, of His truth, which are in the holy writings. So uh, this is why when we begin to you know share the uh, the will of God through uh, the holy writings, we make it very clear. And we also will remind you every time, because you see, there are things in the Holy Writings that are difficult to understand. But the difficulty is not found in what is being said, but rather in what the Lord says. You see, uh, for example, you know, it's impossible for you to understand what sin is. But the manifestation of sin, the Lord says that you can, because he made you intelligent. So the intelligence that he gave you, you see the manifestation of sin so that you're not deceived into thinking something that is not. So the Lord uh, also tells you in the very beginning that he is the creator of all things, so that you do not deceive yourself thinking that you create. Now remember, for example, when the Lord was uh, walking on this earth with the disciples, uh, you're gonna learn that uh, through the disciples, you know, who are prophets like Matthew, Mark, John, Luke, you know, in the Gospel, which is only one, you know, you will learn that the Lord did things that cannot be explained. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, for example. Uh, he says that he gave sight to the blind. Now, giving sight to a blind person, now this is something that you cannot explain. I mean, there's no science that would teach you how to give you know sight to a blind person. Now, these things are referred to as miracles in the holy writings, you know, through the prophets, uh, disciples of Jesus, Matthew, John, Luke, so reality is the only thing that the Lord creates. So again, for example, in creation, he says that he created you know, the earth. And so the earth was formless and empty. And then he tells you, now on the second day, uh, he created on the third day, on the fourth day, on the fifth day on the sixth day and then the seventh day he rested. So he created a week, what well, we know as a week. You know, first, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh day. And this is reality. You know, it's time. So time exists because God created time. Now the way the the way the Lord also ascribes this reality is that The earth rotates around its axis. The moon rotates around the uh, the earth. And both, rotating simultaneously, rotate around the sun. Now you're also going to learn, pretty soon, uh, through Joshua, that Joshua says something that, to the mind, is impossible to explain. For example, he says, that the sun stops from moving and that the moon the moon also stops from moving. Now think of it for a moment. Now your reasoning may tell you that if, let's say the earth stops from rotating, something would happen. <laughs> so, and if the moon stops from rotating, you know, as it does normally, immediately you're thinking, you know your intelligence tells you something would happen, but how come the moon and the Sun didn't move? they stop and you're going to learn that because Joshua would tell you. so are things just doing things because they evolve, or is creation doing what the Lord desires? That is you will also learn. In the Psalms, by uh, Solomon and uh, David, uh, Moses, uh, but also in Proverbs, by Solomon, you know he says that the Lord does whatever He pleases. So knowing this, and we cannot cover everything, but uh, this is this is a lot actually. But there is a lot more, but uh, this is a lot for. The meaning that we bring uh, for you today from the previous uh, session so the mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt you know the lord created perfect beings he created everything exceedingly good but because of man disobeying god's commandments then death enters into this war so death is the consequence of sin. But you're also gonna be learning more about evil. You see, evil. You know, things that the Lord says that are evil. You wouldn't know that something is evil unless the one who knows tell you what is evil. And so let's say for a moment that you decide to come up with a list of things that are good and a list of things that are bad and a list of things that are evil. Now, this is you uh, deceiving yourself, thinking that you know the difference between them. And this is what the Lord says through the prophets. you know, Jeremiah, when he says through the prophet that the mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt. Uh, In other words, you yourself cannot understand it. And so... Uh, For you to tell me that you know what's good and what's evil and what's bad, I immediately know that that's deceiving yourself. That is like me trying to say that I know what those are. The only way for us to know the difference is that the Lord tells us what is good, what is bad, or what is evil in His sight. And He knows what evil is, even though He has nothing to do with evil Uh, he knows you know the consequences of evil because he's the one that says that death comes because of evil and so death you also learn in the very beginning that is the separation of the breath of life and the body that god created out of the dust of the ground So out of the dust of the ground, he says, he formed the body of Adam, but he was not living still. And then he says that he blew into his nostrils the breath of life. You see, what the Lord is telling you is that life is God. So no one can live uh, by themselves. No one can sustain their life. And this is the reality that the lord brings to you so that you may seek the lord while you still have life because what the lord says is you will die now you also learn also that what you see in the world is not something that God created it is the consequences of men disobeying the lord and so when you and i depart from the teachings of the lord from the law of the Lord, his ordinances, uh so evil, you know, increases. And you learn this because the Lord says that uh this is the reason why he destroy a generation of uh human beings uh because uh their inclination actually it says that their thoughts not an inclination but their thoughts were continuously Uh, towards evil. So everything that they did was evil. And so you're probably thinking, right, I mean, could could they have been maybe more than just, you know, Noah? Maybe there was somebody else that was doing what it was good on their own account. Uh, But this is the truth, you see. You don't know. You are a created being. The only one that knows is the one who created you. And that is the Lord. This is what he wants to say. Uh, well, this is what he says clearly, you know, through, through the prophet Moses. So he is the one that knows the end from the beginning. So this is why then the Lord says that he is patience. Now the patience of the Lord is for you to repent and to seek the way that he has set for you. And the way is the Lord. Jesus Christ now some people may not even want to consider you know listening to the gospel listening to the teachings of the Lord but that is going to be their decision see the Lord doesn't force anyone the Lord simply gives you the message and through God the Holy Spirit you know who is the one that convinces you of sin um Because not even you yourself can convince yourself that you're a sinner unless the Lord, God the Holy Spirit, is with you. So these things you cannot explain. But intelligently you know because the manifestation of them is what you see. So learning the uh, truth that the Lord is the one that creates it's important because uh, this is what separates you know foolishness uh, and stupidity from uh, reasoning uh, and intelligence that the lord gave you so if you believe that you can explain everything in life then you're deceiving yourself if you believe that you can go to infinity and beyond uh, let me just tell you that in in the holy writings it doesn't speak of infinity infinity is where there is no time so time remember everything that the Lord creates has a date when it was created uh, the same happened with uh, heavenly beings you know Lucifer being one of them created uh, they were already, Uh, heavenly beings in existence uh, prior to God creating Lucifer. And yet, the Lord created Lucifer and endowed him above the heavenly beings that he had created. So, interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, because you see uh, he is the one that is telling you what things are. So this is why Uh, When Jesus said, I am the truth, what he's telling you is, whatever he does, whatever he tells you, is the truth. Uh, So truth is not a concept or an idea. You cannot define what is evil. Evil is defined by God. So God tells you, this is evil. And you're going to learn what that is. And so the reason why he uh, clearly delineates what those are, Is so that you recognize that we, as fallen human beings, need the Lord. And the only way for us to uh, have life is that we follow the way. And the way is the Lord. Now, the Lord is patience. Now, the patience of the Lord is so that you may come to Him. And this is why He says that He hasn't returned yet. But you're also going to learn that he has a number set of those that will actually occupy the positions of the falling heavenly beings that denounce and uh, betray the Lord and uh, join uh, with Lucifer in his rebellion in the heavens. So all of those heavenly beings that will be destroyed in the great day when the lord will consume to ashes evil in other words you will see the lord destroying this earth and creating a new earth uh and this you will you will learn uh, through john uh one of the apostles or disciples but a prophet you know the lord the angel of the Lord spoke to, uh, spoke to uh, uh, John. Now, but remember, this angel is the Lord. You, you will learn that when we, when we get there. But see, this is why the Lord is patience for you. So he gives you opportunities for you to repent and to seek him and to do obey the Lord. Even though obeying the Lord is impossible by your own strength, but through Christ all things are possible. In other words, what's impossible for you is possible for God. And and we do really mean, you know, impossible. You know, sometimes people deceive themselves thinking of naive ways or, you know, things that are of the imagination that are foolishness you will learn this i mean uh quite a lot uh, particularly uh, when the uh, people of israel sinned against the lord and then he basically brought into them uh, brought to them uh you know, severe uh consequences uh, for their sins so let us go back to uh the scripture so we left about the rainbow, yeah, that's where we stopped last time. So, uh, for example, you see, whenever you see a rainbow, what that means is the thoughts of God. Uh, this is what the Lord uh, tells it, what it means. And this is what I mean to you, that the one who creates is the one who gives meaning. And this is, what, this is why it's vital for you to understand this truth uh, from the very start. So, when the Lord creates the earth, he calls it earth. The Lord created the animals, and so the animals that are on land are on land because the Lord created them to be on land. They didn't evolve from ocean to land. And then he created animals to fly, the birds. Uh, Then he says he created animals in the seas, in the waters, and, and these animals didn't evolve. You see, God didn't uh, took a vacation and then let the earth do its thing. You know, see what happened. Uh, that is just, you know, a clearly uh, a lack of understanding. I mean, uh, this is why the Lord tells you very clearly that everything, even things that you don't even know that exist, exist because he created them. I mean, this is really deep. But the way the intelligence acknowledges this is by looking at what it it can see that the Lord says he created and by that the Lord says there are things that you cannot see but they're there because I created them. So nothing creates itself. It is the Lord who created. So this is why when Man dies. See, man doesn't go to hell or to heaven. What the Lord teaches is that the breath of life returns to God. And the body returns to the dust. Out of the dust you were taken, so you're going back to the dust. And so man ceases to exist. It has no memory. You're going to learn this in Proverbs, you know, by Solomon, Solomon. A prophet of God, that all his thoughts perish. Say so there is no, there is no more existence. This is tr- truly what the Lord teaches, as being death. Now we're not teaching you here theology. Okay, this is just uh, deceiveness. What we're teaching you is what the Lord says in the Holy Writings to a prophet. So in other words, is what the Lord says through a prophet, not through a method, not through human history, not through a theologian. Uh, This is clearly, directly from the Lord. Uh, This is like Jesus talking to the people, and then the disciples, you know, creating a theology of what Jesus said. Uh, That is just deceiving yourself. Uh, This is what Jesus uh, never, uh, well... Uh, this is what Jesus was persecuted by the Pharisees and the Sadducees because uh, these people uh, didn't teach the teachings of the Lord, and Jesus tells this directly to them. You know, you teach not what my Father teaches. This is what He said to the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So it is today. You know, people do not teach what the Lord teaches but what they want to teach. And they use the Lord as though they are people that the Lord chose to do something. But then the Lord says, your father is Satan. Now, Jesus' father is God the Father. And uh, there's, uh, actually this is uh, pretty strong, but uh, uh, it is the truth. You know, this is what the Lord teaches. The Lord doesn't change. You see, God is not going to teach you something differently than he did before. You no, know, he, he is no scientist. You no, know, he does know, you know. <laughs> so, uh, he's not a philosopher, you know. Uh, saying ridiculous things, you know, to fool yourself. Uh, you know, the Lord is, is not such. You know, he's not a theologian. The the Lord is the Lord, and there's only one God. This is what he says. So you're going to learn that when he says God of gods, and this is in the Psalms, it means that he is the only God. When he says that he is the king of kings, it means that he is the only king. And, And there are no queens, okay? So this is something that, you know, happened in the world, things that men created that... Don't exist. So if you ever took a class of existence, you know, by people who uh, think they know what existence is, uh, we're also not talking about those things. You know, we're we're going by what the Lord teaches, period. Anything else is pure fantasy and deceiveness, which is the same thing. So, only what the Lord says. You know, this is the meaning of the things that the Lord ascribes meaning to. And that meaning cannot change. Uh, For example, again, another example. And then we're going to go and deep into our reading here. But, for example, you see, you're going to learn that the Lord created seraphim and cherubim and angels of light. Now, angels of light are the last out of the, if you picture the Lord in the center, sitting on his throne. Right below his throne are the cherubim. And the cherubim are beings that he created the Lord. So the cherubims didn't create themselves. He created them. Now, Lucifer is a covering cherub, Meaning that the closest you are to the Lord, the more honor you receive by the Lord. So, the seraphim, who are uh, beings that are powerful, and have six winds, and the number of winds uh, symbolizes the speed. I mean, they can be. Pretty slow. I mean, slower than a turtle. You're gonna, you're gonna find this uh, through John when he says that they fly continuously. Very slow, and so, and they cried out and say, "Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty." Now, these are the seraphim. Now, but the cherubim have four winds. They're fast, but not as fast as the seraphim. Now the Lord is the one who decided who is who, based on what the being is. So what you are is who you are for the Lord, and this is the only reality that exists. So a cherubim cannot say, "I want to become a seraphim," or "I want to become a, a heavenly being of light," which are the last, you know, uh, the last ones, far away from the Lord but the Lord still created them. Now, Lucifer was a cherubim, covering cherub, but also an angel or a heavenly being of light. Now, he was not a seraphim, per se. The position that he fell from is taken by Gabriel. You're gonna learn about Gabriel. And it's interesting because apparently Gabriel spoke to someone else and that someone else uh, began some other religion. But what's interesting is that, you know, the the Gabriel, that the uh, prophet tells us, uh, John, Luke, Matthew, and even uh, prophecy uh, through Jacob, you know, who the Lord changed his names to uh, or gave him a new name, there's a difference between changing names, but he gave him a new name, uh, Israel. So he prophesies about the coming of the Messiah, and then the Lord sent Gabriel to speak to Mary. You know, Mary, who is a virgin uh, from whom the Lord will be born. And so uh, this is the true Gabriel. Now, there is someone else who... Uh, may appear to be Gabriel, but it's not Gabriel. Just like in the Garden of Eden, when uh, Lucifer deceived the woman, it speaks of a serpent. Now, we know this because you know the Lord has taught us in the holy writings, and only the holy writings, from the process, prophet Moses uh, all the way through the prophet John uh, within the Scriptures. So this is reality so cherubims were created cherubim seraphim were created seraphim and there are other heavenly beings that the lord doesn't speak of but then you do have uh, heavenly beings of light which are you know far away from the lord but also created by the lord but the ones who are honored the most are the cherubim because they are right below the throne of god And the one from those that are closest to him at one point in time in existence was Lucifer. But he fell from that position, and Gabriel now stands in that position. And this is why you'll see that Gabriel appeared to Jesus, because this is what Lucifer was before he became evil. And again, see, evil is not eternal. Evil has a day That it began, and it began in the heart of Lucifer, in the mind of Lucifer, because he coveted to become God. But the Lord says there is only one God. So, reality. Uh, This is why uh, the only one who creates is the Lord. If you create something, quote-unquote, let's say from things that already exist, you're not creating. You see, those things don't exist. Uh, You may think that you created something, but you didn't. Uh, These you will learn a lot deeper, but let me give you a taste of what the Lord says. So when Jesus was asked about the important things in life, he says that the body is more than the cloth you put on. Now think about it for a moment. The body, he says, is more than the clothing. So if you give more importance to what you wear than the fact that you have a body, and I don't want to use the word fact because then people start deterring from, you know. (laughs) (laughs) uh, The Lord wants us to be very careful. So let's say if if if, if you see your body, so the body is something God gave you. And so, if you wear cloth on it, and if you think that the cloth you have is more important than your body, then you deceive yourself. Anything the man creates, uh, you read about you know civilizations that created statues of the people who conquer other other uh, peoples, and even in the Lord's holy writings, you will learn of a, of a, of a king. Navaka Desert. Um, so, people, you know, when they obtain some things, when they have some possessions, they value those possessions as being more important than the things that the Lord gave them. And this is because the mind is deceitful and exceedingly corrupt. You wouldn't know this unless the Lord tells you. I mean, this is how bad our condition is so the Lord has to tell us you know this is what it is so now remember the Lord is not forcing you to believe in him but he presents to you the truth you either accept it or you reject it but this is between you and him and so uh, this is your choice to make The reason why human beings are still living and in existence is because the Lord is counting the numbers of those who will be saved through Jesus, the Christ. If you forfeit the way that the Lord has set for you, then that will be on you, not on no one else. So this is why reality, when God creates it, tells you that he is the one that decides what is what and who is who. And he gives meaning. See, he calls every being by his name. In fact, well, let me just don't use the word fact. Uh, he teaches that in uh, the Psalms, where, when he says, you know, through the prophet, that he counts the stars of the heavens. Now these are heavenly beings. He knows them because he created them. And not only did he create them, but he endowed them however he pleased. So this is the difference between the Lord and the world. And this is why continuously you will learn that the world and the things of the world have nothing to do with God. Because these are the things of man, you know, falling human beings. So the Lord doesn't need, you know, scientific methods. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm not saying are not needed. You know, that's in the world. We use those things. You know, people do different whatever things, you know. But what the Lord is telling you is that those things will perish. You know, they're temporary. They're there because man is still in existence. And the reason why man is still in existence is because the Lord is patient for you to follow the Lord, to follow the way, to repent from your sins and accept the gift of God, you know, the life that He gives you. But the life that He gives you is through His Son. God the Son, you know, Jesus of Nazareth. Uh, Beautiful truth, right? So let's go here. Let's see. Let's go to... um, hmm. So God's covenant. Uh, Okay, then God said to Noah and to his sons with him, I now establish my covenant with you and with your descendants after you and with every living creature that is with you. Okay, we covered this the last time. Uh, This is a sign of the covenant I'm making between you and every living creature with you, a covenant for all generations to come. So this is for you too. I have set my rainbow in the clouds. You see, the rainbow didn't just happen, you know. It's not what you think it is because you sort of have an understanding through, you know, some scientific method of, you know, light... And, I mean, uh, don't be ridiculous. I mean, this is it's like you're trying to explain, you know, how uh, you came into existence when you don't even remember when you were born. So uh, what the Lord says is that he set the rainbow. So so the rainbow you're also going to learn in the uh, book of uh, Revelations, you know, and I'm, I'm teaching you what the Lord teaches you. It's not the book See, Jesus didn't say, you know, the book of the prophet, he says what the prophet said. So it was a a being that said something, Uh, not the book. But the people who want to deceive you and deceive themselves, they'll ascribe meaning and more importance to things that the Lord doesn't account for. Like if you pay more emphasis to a book than the prophet. See, this is a way to... Deter your mind from the, from the right path, from the path that the Lord has given you. So the way to understand these things is through the prophet. So the prophet says that Jesus sits on his throne, and above his head is a rainbow. And that symbolizes the thoughts of God. And the rainbow is a beautiful thing, which means that the thoughts of God are beautiful. In fact he tells you and I don't I want I don't want use the word fat again but just so you understand so he also te- teaches you that uh his thoughts are good Yeah I mean <laughs> It's and and that's really deep think for a moment you know, we haven't even scratched the surface yet, but uh, we're starting to, you know, clear the the leaves from the ground before we start digging in. Uh, metaphorically speaking, but uh, uh, think for a moment. You know, people say things that they do not understand all the times, but the more they repeat it to themselves, they get to believe somehow. That that's how it is. And this is what the Lord says. You know, is foolishness. Because how can you assert something that you do not know? But the Lord does know that he is good. And in fact, he's the only one that can say that he is good. Because uh, through the prophet Isaiah, you're going to learn that the, the Jesus says that every fallen being departed from God. And everyone chose to do his own thing away from God. That's really sad, but that's the truth. And so God has to then tell you again, that He is good. And when He says that He is good, not only does He means it, but what He's telling you is the truth. He is good. You are not. And so, this is why in the Holy Writings it says that because of sin, then we die. Uh, there are multiple reasons why people die, but, but you die. You know, this is why death, it surrounds us. And this is a reminder, you know, of the reality that the Lord created. So, the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord. To fear the Lord is to obey Him, is to acknowledge that He is God and you are not. Now so God said to Noah, This is the sign of the covenant I have established between me and all life on the earth. Now the sons of Noah who came out of the ark were Shem, Ham, and Hapet or uh, Haphet. Uh, Ham was the father of Canaan. Uh, These were the three sons of Noah. And from them came the people who were scattered over the whole earth. Now, this is another truth that you learn. You see, all of us descend from Adam and Eve. You know, Adam had children. And, you know, before he had Cain and Abel, He already had other children. Um, But uh, because of the wickedness and evil that was on the earth because of man. See, man, that's what the Lord says, are evil. Uh, And if you who are evil knows what to give to your children, the Lord says, see, how much more Will your Father in Heaven give of, you, of His Holy Spirit to whomever asks? So the Lord is good, but what the Lord is emphasizing here is the see. There is no kinds of people. Um, you know, you probably see a difference. You know, people I may mean, not look the same. Uh, some may appear to be the same. Uh, There are differences, you know, like uh, let's say uh, people ascribe to a reality of, let's say, a country. You know, and so in that country, uh, they grew up uh, in a certain way and, you know, they ate some kind of food and they dressed in a certain way. And so all these things that are outside, they ascribe reality to it and they say you know we're different so we are whatever right uh, well this is falling human beings uh you know being what they are you know falling human beings now what the lord teaches however is different you see the lord says we are the same in other words we all come from adam and eve all of those people who lived during the generation of people who lived many years, 700 years, Matuthale who lived almost a thousand years, Adam who lived close to a thousand years, all of these people who used to live this many years, the Lord then shortened the years to 120. And then he shortened the years again to 70-something, and the uh, ones that are stronger, you know, not by themselves, but meaning that the Lord gives them more years, and you don't know who they are, because think about it, you know, what if you knew you die at 80? You will act differently. <laughs> uh, for sure. I mean, because, you know, the Lord knows us. so But what he says is, you know, that he shortened the, the years of life of men, Because of the wickedness in their hearts Evil, you know I mean, think about it You know, the more people increase The more evil there is This is what happened during uh, the generation You know, where, where Noah was the only one That the Lord saved from the floods And so, out of the sons of Noah You know, the earth populated again Now, it doesn't give you a time frame You know, days and years. Because for the Lord, you see, the years of the earth are not important. I mean, how many years the earth has, I mean, who cares? What really cares, and you should care, is the years that you live. The Lord says, your years are very short. You only get to live 80 the most, he says. So seek me, says the Lord. This is why people are still Amongst the living, you know, this is why they're still human beings because the Lord is patiently waiting for you But then you know, there is a time when the grace of the Lord is not that his grace ends But you decided not to accept it And so we all are human beings uh, Descendants of Noah So if you wanted to know uh, something about DNA, well, uh, <laughs> it's so, uh I, I just gave it to you, and this comes from the Lord. So you're descendant from Adam, and then the Earth populated yet again through the sons of Noah. So there are no kinds of people, there are no differing people. We are all, you know, human beings created by God. Yeah, God created you, even though we are in sin. You're going to learn that uh, later down the road. Or, you know, later down uh, the prophets. Because we, we're, we're sharing with you, you know, the way the Lord teaches to study the Holy Writings, which is uh, beginning from the prophet Moses and then going through all the prophets all the way to uh, John, who is the prophet who received the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, So, the the last prophet in the Holy Writings. Uh, So, yeah, you know. Some people, let's say, um, might think they're different because of the food they eat, the clothes they wear, the region of country that they were born, uh, maybe the color of their skin. And some people may even think that because of those differences, they may be better than others. Uh, This is deceiving yourself. See, this is foolishness. Uh, You're going to learn this. Uh, There was a king uh, whose name is Nebuchadnezzar who thought of himself as being somehow unique. You know, he thought that if it wasn't for him, you know, the Babylonians, the kingdom that they had, wouldn't be what it was. See, this is deceiving yourself. And this is, you know, when men begin to ascribe glory. To themselves, and so this is what the Lord tells Daniel to tell this king. That he will take away his mind of an intelligent being, and that he will give him the mind of an animal. And so, you know, we're gonna get we're gonna get there. But I'm telling you this, so that you know that there are no kinds of people, and there are no uh, differences even when men, because of sin, have created these differences, deceiving themselves. What the Lord teaches is that we are all His children, but He calls us His children in particular when you obey Him. So when you obey what the Lord has said. And this is what He had asked of, you know, of Adam and Eve in the beginning. But going back to Nebuchadnezzar, so that they came, When the Lord took away his mind of an intelligent being and he gave him a mind of an animal. And so Navigadezer, you know, moved amongst the donkeys. You know, he thought that he was a monkey. And I said that so that you can understand it, but you you need to understand what the Lord says. Even though he had an image of the Lord, you know, meaning... He didn't look like a donkey, because the Lord says, you know, that's a donkey. And remember that uh, the Lord asked Adam to give the names to the animals. Okay? Anyhow, so, uh, Navakadissar then thought of himself to be a donkey. But it's not that he thought to be a donkey. It is that the Lord took away his intelligent mind. So, so be very careful with the Lord. You know the Lord does what He pleases, and then you're gonna learn that a donkey spoke, and not only did this donkey speak, but he was reasoning with a prophet, which is, which is even far more interesting. <laughs> so, be very careful. Do not pick a fight with the Lord. Is not gonna end up well. I'm telling you, this is what the Lord says: is not going to end well. Now, um, so a uh, king Nebuchadnezzar, you know, who thought of himself to be a great person, you know, someone who, without him, you know, nothing will be working. Then the Lord says, "No, it's not you. It is me," says the Lord. I decide. I make and so uh, this is why when you study the holy writings you know it's different than when you study history in the world in history in the world you're going to learn that you know another country lost a war against another country because of let's say um, they were more prepared for going to war or they have better you know artillery or better uh, um you know strategic uh, planning uh, whatever but it is not true you see it is the lord who decides these things now behind this are the heavenly beings that the lord sends to um uh, you know fulfill uh, his desire and so with king nebuchadnezzar you know what uh, the lord reveals clearly is that it is he who decides. It is he. You know, existence exists because of him. And whatever King Nebuchadnezzar thought to be beautiful and exceedingly good, it cannot even be compared with the things that the Lord creates. But, you know, that's what sin is all about. You know, when you uh, deceive yourself. And, you know, well, anyhow, so... So there are no kinds of people... Uh, and there's no people that are better than other people uh, the only difference that the lord makes is if you obey him or you do not those that obey the lord have life in jesus you'll learn this you know even uh, god the holy spirit he says uh, will abide in you but if you disobey the lord you know so these are the only differences that the lord does now discernment uh, which is not a concept or an idea is really what the lord says for example you know he says what's good and he says what's evil you cannot change it see there is nothing new under the sun um, there was a generation before you some of them are, have died already and you are a generation there's a new generation you know coming ahead of you it hasn't come quite yet and so you're you're going to die. This is what the Lord says. I mean, who cares? Uh, frankly, you know, if you believe yourself that you know how many years the earth has and how the universe works, uh, think for a moment. I mean, how is that going to help you? It is not going to help you. What the Lord says is, seek me because your years are very short. And they're very short, not because of coincidence, not because... It just happened to be like that. It is because the Lord said, he's the one that shortened the years. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, this is the word of the Lord. So, this is up to you, you decide. So, I pray that you will follow the Lord, that you will uh, let God, the Holy Spirit, come into your life and be a blessing to you. Uh, So, So Noah, uh, out of the sons of Noah, the earth populated again. Now Noah, a man of the soil, uh, proceeded to plant a vineyard. When he drank some of the wine, uh, he became drunk and lay uncovered inside his tent. Now Ham, the father of Canaan, saw his father naked and told his two brothers outside, but Shem And Hapheth took a garment and laid it across their shoulders. Then they walked in backwards and covered their father's naked body. Now their faces were turned on the other way so that they wouldn't see their father's naked. Now when Noah awoke from his wine and found out what his youngest son had done to him, he said, Curse be Canaan. The lowest of slaves will he be to his brothers. Now he also said, Praise be to the Lord, the God of Shem. May Cana be the slave of Shem. May God extend uh, Japhet territory. May Japhet live in the tents of Shem. And may Cana be the slave of Japhet. After the flood, Noah lived three hundred fifty years. Now, notice the emphasis that the Lord puts on years. It doesn't tell you, you know the universe took trillion years to create itself, and the Earth took another trillion years, and then, you know, out of the water, something happened, and life came into existence. I mean that's just Bologna, really. But again. You know, you are free to believe because the Lord gives you the freedom. You know, this is between you and God. But intelligently, even, I mean, I couldn't say without the Lord because intelligence doesn't exist on its own account. It's something that God gave us. See, the earth only has five days younger. Uh, 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 I mean, uh, man is younger five days, but... The earth is five days older than men. But what has, what's, what's, is that important? It is not important. Just like, you know, the clothes you wear, the things that you possess, if you think they're more important than you, there's something wrong with you. I mean, that's what the Lord says. See, isn't life more precious than, than gold and silver? I mean, what good is it for you to have a fortune... If you're dead, <laughs> well, we have yet much to cover. But the Lord is good. So far, remember what the Lord is teaching you is uh, your days are very short, eighty the most he says. Now it doesn't mean that you know you get to eighty and you die. Some people will live a little longer, you know. And the one who decides things is the Lord. You will learn this, and the way the Lord does it is. Because he'll give you opportunities to find him, you know, to come to him. He will not push you around, he will not force you, but he will speak to you and he will reason with you. You know, he wants to reason with you. You know, you're an intelligent being, he wants to have an intelligent conversation with you. You know, he opens your minds. There's no other way around it, I mean... To understand the truth that the Lord has provided to us, the only way for that to happen is that he himself opened our minds. Now Noah lived a total of 950 years, and then he died. What happened? He died. And what's that happened? What the Lord said. The Lord said that the day that you eat of the tree, the one that he said not to eat, you will surely die. All right, this is the account of Shem, Ham, and Hapheth, Noah's son, who themselves have sons after the flood. And so this is the genealogical tree, right? Just that the Lord doesn't call it like that. He just calls it your descendants. You know, and so uh, we all come from Adam and Eve, but because of the flood, you know, only Noah and his sons survive. And then the sons of Noah have sons and daughters. And out of this, the earth populated again. And then you begin to find tribes, you know, people gathered together. And, uh, in fact, you can pinpoint, you know, uh, um, uh, tribes or, you know, peoples of a certain region, you know, who their descendant is uh, based on, Uh, the sons of noah Uh, because i mean clearly uh, it was only noah and his sons the one that survived the floods not because they were excellent swimmers or because they could you know hold their breath uh, more than 20 minutes underwater (laughs) Uh, no i mean it's because god is telling you you know he kept them alive That's the only reason why Noah survived the flood. It was not on Noah's doing, it was God's doing. So may the Lord bless you. Uh, We'll continue the next time.